And we are going. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the High Button Podcast. I'm your host, Justin Belanger. Today's episode is brought to you by Manscaped. Use the promo code HBSports to get 20% off your order. We all know that shaving the male plums are one of the most difficult things to do. Luckily, at Manscaped, they have perfected the ball hair trimmer. They call it the Lawnmower 3.0. Remember, it's waterproof. You can charge it for up to 90 minutes. No more nicks, no more bloody messes down below. I shave every morning in the shower, I walk out of the door, fresh set of balls, and that's how you get ahead in life. You gotta take care of the little details. That confidence matters when you walk into the room. You might not think it now, but a fresh set of balls goes a long way. Remember, use the promo code HBSports to get 20% off your order. Today on the High Button Podcast, we have none other than Zach Sill, the Truro, Nova Scotia native. Bear with me here. I'm going to go through his hockey resume. It's a lengthy one, as he deserves a lengthy uh, you know, hockey resume. The guy's an absolute grinder. He's played in every league, and he is, uh, he's been awarded with professional contracts for the past 10 years. I think he started in Wilkes-Barre 2010. So it's 2020 now. He's playing in Germany. So yeah, 10 years of pro hockey. Anyways, we'll start with the Nova Scotia Major Midget Hockey League playing for Cole Harbor. After that, moving on to the Junior A League here playing for Churro. After that, moving on to the University of Maine and the NCAA. After that, moving on to the Quebec Major Junior Hockey League playing for Moncton. After that, signing as a free agent in the Pittsburgh Penguins organization playing for Wilkes-Barre Scranton. A little stint in the coast playing with the Wheeling Nailers, unreal name. Then in 2013, 2013, 14, he got called up for his first NHL gig with the Pittsburgh Penguins, ended up playing two seasons with them. Then in 2014-2015, when he was with the Pittsburgh Penguins, he got traded to the Toronto Maple Leafs, dude's favorite team, so I'm sure dudes is excited to ask a couple questions. Then after that, in the 2015-16 season, he got traded to the Washington Capitals. Then he played a little bit in Hershey. Then after that, in the 2018-19 season, he went and went to Czech to play in the European Professional League, or Czech Professional League and then after that where he currently resides in the DEL which is the German Professional League playing for the I'm going to mess this name up Siller or whoever's listening anyone in Germany I, I apologize but here we go called the Kölner Hai Kölner Hai Hey K O L N E R H A I E Kölner Hai so Siller plays for the Kölner Hai in the DEL in Germany, the guy, like I said, is an absolute grinder. He started off in Junior A, making his way to U of Maine, then to Moncton, then signing a professional contract with Pittsburgh. Now, all the way, professional hockey career, 10 years later, he's making a living in Germany. This is what High Button Sports is all about. Guys that just keep on pushing, guys that just keep on going no matter what people tell them. I'm excited to have Siller on the podcast. This is going to be a great episode. We hope you enjoy. I'm Justin. Dudes is going to be here as well. We're talking to Zach Sill. This is the High Button Podcast. Here we go. You know what comes next. Today, just for you guys, so I don't which, know if you know Which one? Yeah. Hey, that looks good. <laughs> yeah. What'd you say? Which one? <laughs> We're going, Siller. Welcome to the podcast. Hey, thanks a lot, guys. Thanks for thanks for having me on. You're a you're a hot commodity when it comes to the podcast game. A lot of people that came on the podcast said, if there's anyone that you have to try to get, it's Siller. So the fact that you're here, we're pumped. We're happy to have you, and uh, it's a lot of pressure. It is. A lot it of is. Yeah. Maybe I shouldn't have said. Like, yeah. But you lured me here with uh, with some cold uh, Keith Light, so I so I, I appreciate that. <laughs> I was, I, I've lure. had this in the fridge for the past two weeks. I'm just sitting at it. There's been days where I want to crack it open. It's just been sitting here waiting for you. So wow. it's been here, and we're good. Awesome. So 
I don't even know how to start this. As we look at your elite prospects today, I was studying it, and you look at your journey in the past 10 years you've been playing pro hockey and the 10 years prior to that, um, you, you know, you moved around and a lot of people say you grinded it out to get to where, you know, essentially you deserve to be. Let's start at the beginning when, uh, you know, I guess in the, at the beginning of the elite prospects, it starts with Cole Harbour back then. You know, major midget, that's a, a big jump for a lot of people. It's a, you know, you, you start to mature, you start to find out what you're good at, maybe what you're not so good at. Maybe talk about the beginning and when you started to play hockey back in, in Cole Harbor, the Wolf Pack. The, we were called the Cole Harbor Rage. When, oh, that's uh, right. The Rage. Yeah. They, you guys we had a few different rage. names. Yeah. So we went from the Rage, was my first year. Then my second year, it uh, went on to become the McCain's. It was the Mc- and then it was the McCain's for a while. I like rage better, personally. I like the rage. Yeah. It's more intimidating, yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah. Yeah. McCain's logo, isn't intimidating right? at all. Yeah. McCain's <laughs> was, a, was a bag of French fries, I think, is what the logo was. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, That's exactly. Year. So, but, uh, uh, yeah, so that was my first first time playing in the city on a city team there. And uh, I actually got cut from the from the Weeks team, the major AAA team in Picto. So I went home, and I was going to – I got cut in, like, the first training camp, like this – I don't know, whatever called the spring camp, I guess. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I was just going to play for the uh, for the Elks, for the Brookfield Elks. Junior Jun- B? The, the Junior B team, yeah. That was the plan. And uh, the coach from Cole Harbor that year, he was his first year on the job, and yeah. he was from Truro. Steve Kroll was his name. So he knew me just from being a local guy and told me to come down and try out for, for the Rage. And then I ended up making the team. and, and uh, He knew you were making it. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then I played that year. And then the next year, uh, I was the captain of that team. And it was, uh, it, was, it was a good couple of years. Did you know that you had a leadership ability right from the get-go? Or did it take you a little bit to figure out, okay, well, maybe people do respond to what I say? Uh, I never was really one to say a lot, you know. I, well, okay. I, well, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> That's not leadership qualities, yeah, okay. what I was saying on okay. that video, though. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't say. Okay. Um, but mostly my leadership would come from just, uh, you know, by example. Just try to lead by example, do the right things out there, and, and hopefully get some guys to follow the what, you know, what I'm doing out there. Yeah. Where was the closest drive for you, though? If you had to play in Cole Harbor, would a shorter drive would have been to pick, though? Or am I, am I completely off? No, it's basically the same. So you didn't me. really – it didn't matter no, to you? Because I was – at that point, I was living out in Middle Studiac, which is another, you know, 10 minutes off the highway in Brookfield. She's out there. Right? So, yeah. If you're going <laughs> if you're going to New Glasgow, then you're probably going up the old way, coming out in Pleasant Valley by the Westville exit. Right you know, I don't know. You yeah. probably know that area Glasgow, more than right? I do. Yeah, exactly. Screw through the old way, but that's going to take you 45, 50 yeah. minutes anyway. So you're one of those kids that grew up and you always had to take that long drive to play hockey. Yeah. Myself, I was a city kid. You as well were that city kid. It took us 10 minutes to get to the rink and 10 minutes to get to the rink is nothing. But, you know, back in the day, if I had to sit in a car with my parents for an hour going to a rink, I don't know, it just it, it's a different feel. Uh, how did you, you know, mind that drive, that hour-long drive to the rink and back too? Because if you played terrible, yeah. I'm sure That's you might you, you got a, you got an earful from someone. I'm assuming maybe, hour. Not, hey. maybe I'm jumping to conclusion, but well, yeah, the, the ride home was always bad. The ride there, I'd always sleep, you know. Okay. But uh, the uh, no, my old man was uh, was pretty patient with me. He's pretty he's pretty good, you know. Yeah. He, he set you know pretty good example in that sense. He uh, we would never say anything. Really, yeah, he literally he would sit quiet, and I'd be over in the passenger seat grinding my teeth. Right, grabbing onto the, onto the door handle. I just pissed off because I knew I played like shit, you know. And uh, he wouldn't say anything. And then I would, then I would, I'd let it go, you know. I'd start it out with something, <laughs> and then, and then he would take it all in, and then slowly give me his feedback on, on you know, what maybe I could have did better, or, 
what he saw, you know. But he was always uh, he was always pretty good, unless I was a bonehead on the ice, you know, did something stupid. Get in the fucking car. What are you doing? Yeah, you know, like yeah. something disrespectful yeah. or something like that. Then he'd give me a licking. But yeah, that's a big difference. Stupid yeah, and disrespectful is a yeah, exactly. is a big difference. Yeah. I wanted to back up just a bit. You said that you didn't make the weeks team, and your plan was to play junior B. Why would that have been the plan? Was hockey like not something you've seen as you know a potential for you, or you just you just played it because you liked it? Yeah, I mean, I thought that uh, Junior B at that time was going to be very competitive. Mm. You know, I was going to, you know, play some good hockey still if I was whatever age that I was. I've been 15, probably. 15. Is yeah. that an underager, though, 15? No, that'd be your first year. In first junior, year, it'd junior. be weird to be a 15-year-old. But yeah, it'd be, yeah, it'd okay. be, yeah, because you're playing 15, 16. 16, you're going to play for sure. Yeah, yeah, you're right. right. Yeah, you're right. Yep. But, uh, yeah, no, there was just uh, a get out of Bantam, and then if you either play midget double A or go play junior b those are my options yeah after i got uh yeah, oh true cut, right yeah there wasn't uh there was no triple a minor and like high school out there was it big at all no high school uh, no. no high school no so yeah see there that was no high school i didn't consider that, that right the uh, the other side of that was mid double a so now you're playing against men exactly. which you know if there's ever a time to progress it's going to be against the men right yeah. and junior b was a l- much better back then than it is now. Well, at the same time, I was just playing for fun. At yeah. the same time, right. like, I never thought that hockey was going to take me to where it did. So you're not just going, oh man, I didn't make it. Like life's over. I'm just going to play junior B. Fuck it. It was just like, oh, I'll play the next level up, and that'll be fun too. Yeah, exactly. As a local guy too, like when you play on a local junior B team, man. Hey, and I ended up. I don't know if it's on there. The elite prospects there, but I played uh, a couple games for the Brookfield Elks. Did you? Yeah. Is it? In what year? It, it should was say- after I had a little bit of a hiatus in. Sure. Uh, Cold was it 2006 yeah, there? See, it doesn't show it. So it's right oh. after 2006, 2007. Yeah. See that six games at uh, University U of Maine? Maine? Yeah. Yeah. So oh. I had a little hiatus there, a couple months, came home. Didn't like it? Hid in the basement for a couple weeks and then uh, <laughs> <laughs> played some played some junior B before I was able to I, – I had to sign a uh, – Affiliate? An affiliate card with the Bearcats because I came back so late and I didn't have they didn't have any cards left. <laughs> like so an NCAA to, to Junior B. Wow, what's with the six games though in Maine? What did you do those six games there on campus? Like, did you even take classes? I like, took classes. Did yeah, you? Yeah, I, yeah. I don't know what my GPA was. I finished one. <laughs> I finished one semester. I finished one semester and then uh, and then over the the Christmas break. Uh, shit hit the fan and I ended up back in Nova Scotia. Are you so, allowed to elaborate or no? I mean, 18, <laughs> growing up in the woods, going to, going to a place where the drinking age was 21, and the cops didn't think that was very funny. Yeah, and it's true, Sounds too, nice. when you're secluded from stuff like that, yeah. you get that the bright lights, I guess, if you will, yeah. and all of a sudden, things just start to change a little. We, we heard, <laughs> it's not like there's a whole lot of bright lights in uh, in Maine. But, no. Uh, we drove to Boston last year, and we drove through Maine, and it was just it was, it's it was one road with woods. Yeah. I didn't see much, and a couple malls. Did no, you guys go malls. through uh, St. Stephen's? I don't yeah. know. You told me. We did, yeah. St. Stephen's. Yeah. And and up yeah, so you would have went right by the campus. Oh, was it close, close to, to it? close to the campus. Just one road over. Okay. Yeah. Nice, nice little one state, though. Down. It was beautiful. It was yeah. not much there, well, like but it was like so nice. a big change, though, too. Yeah. Yeah, and it, it was. And when I, went there, when I went there, they told me, you know, you'd be playing every day, every game, you know, yeah. and then I was getting scratched and didn't know how to handle that that's the worst just, you know, people don't stick to their word and i was you know? but i was just young and stupid and, yeah and, and then you start to t- you know you start to whether you like it or not you're like you know what fuck this then if you're yeah. gonna be like that then i'm gonna be like this you start to drift a bit yeah exactly. yeah a bit yeah, get, get caught up. <laughs> yeah. we heard in junior a when you played for churro we had a guy on the other day and he was telling me a story about you when you were in churro i'll, t- I'll tell you a couple no well, i'll tell you one story actually 
one thing he said before I get to the story is that he was terrified whenever you were on the ice. So I consider that a compliment. And was two, he on my team or no? He's no. playing no, against good, you. Good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's on your team. That's that changes cool. everything. Yeah, you're playing against him. And he said, whenever you forechecked, you would scream. The whole rink would hear you. Is this what's with the screaming on the forecheck? What is that? I don't know. I might be talking to my to my other teammate, saying that I was going. Or no, no, no. No, he screaming said, at him. Eh? Yeah, yeah. He said, yeah. Yeah, the scream. I don't know. I, maybe it might have turned into a bark over the years too. I don't know. Sometimes you just like to fuck with guys. You it know? does though, because yeah. think about it. The guy's talking about it twenty years later. You know what I mean? The guy yeah. yelling on the forecheck, and he brought it up. Yeah. It doesn't help that you were probably huge. No, I wasn't. Oh, you weren't. No, no, I didn't. I didn't even really work. Thick, like now I am. Yeah, I was a skinny little kid back in the day. Yeah, yeah. So I was how, never. Okay. I didn't work out until I was probably. I mean, going into college, eighteen. Was that yeah. right from junior A? Yeah, I went junior A to University of Maine. Yeah, like some Paul Carrier I, shit. I gained probably twenty pounds when I was in there uh, at University of Maine for. And I was only there for four months. Probably. Like 20 pounds from meal hall or 20 pounds of no, muscle? No, 20 pounds from them sticking in the gym five days a week. Oh, oh the really? worst five pounds. Yeah. <laughs> and a little bit of Miller Lights in there. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Been a few you Miller did go Lights, light, though. So. The American yeah. beers. Yeah. You were what, trying to watch it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So at what point, I guess, I know it's a little early to bring this question up, but I can't wait to hear the answer. What, at what point do you figure out, okay, I, I can maybe make a living out of this? Was it when you were in Moncton? Was it at what, you know at what point you're like maybe I can do this? Uh, it would have been when I was <laughs> when I was finished my 20 year old career. Yeah. As a, in Moncton, um, I don't know. And I went home and I was home for two weeks and I I got a call from Wilkesbury, and uh, they wanted me to go down for their playoff run, sign a PTO, go down for the playoff run. Yeah. And I did that. That's fucked. So that's the, really, literally the moment it when they called. It was two called. weeks later. I, I was 20 years old. Uh, when I was <laughs> when I was 19, I started to, after I left university. I yeah. was I was always played 19, 20, right? And I started taking uh, when I was 20. I started taking university courses when I was playing in Moncton. Okay, sorry. Yeah. Because uh, I needed so many credits to be able to make a full semester, right. or else I wouldn't be able to play Canadian University the year ne- the next year. So you had you were planning ahead at this oh, point. Okay, okay. I was, yeah, I I was planning on going to right. university. Yeah. Right. And I'd have to sit out until Christmas unless I had a full semester under my belt. So fuck that. Or a full a full you know year. Course load. Course load. Yes. Yeah. So I said, okay, well I'll try to take the course load during the season, so then I don't have to sit out. So I was still thinking school, the hockey's not my thing yet. You know, like I'm gonna play it for as long as I can. I'm gonna get an education out of it. Yeah. You know, use it, <laughs> and then uh, and go from there. And then two weeks at home, I was, you know, drinking with the boys, having fun time. Then I get a call from my agent saying that I got to flight out the next morning to Wilkesbury on a PTO trial. Like, so he just tells you that, or you didn't like you discuss no it at warning? all, or no just... warning? No, I had no idea it was coming. Right? Like he told me he was like shopping around, but I mean, two weeks later, right? Yeah, two true. weeks after the end of the season, like I'd already moved yeah. all the way back to Brookfield and Moncton. moved on from the season. Yeah, drank with the boys in Moncton at the end of the year, yeah. partied it up. Loaded the truck up, moved back to Nova Scotia, <laughs> party with the boys in Nova Scotia for a week. Rightfully so. Sunday night, he calls. I, my phone dies. I charge my phone up at 3 a.m. in the morning, <laughs> and I get uh, like four missed voicemails from him. Oh, you're like, and oh, I'm shit. flying out in, in a day and a half. <laughs> so I chuck a garbage bag on, go for a run down the road. <laughs> What's the, gar- what, the garbage bag? Oh, like, oh, to sweat yeah, it out. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sweat it out. I was like, oh, man, oh, man. I don't know. I was, would have been intoxicated so i was like i was freaking out it's like yeah i'm going to the a you know like just like that two weeks 
I'm out, of, I'm out of shape. <laughs> and what are the boys the saying, too? Were the boys yeah. all with you when you got the call still? No, I was holding my parents' basement. What'd your parent, all, what was your parents' myself. reaction? Oh, they were happy, you know? Like, they, yeah. Uh, yeah, just happy as, happy as hell for me. Like, give me an opportunity to, to go play some more hockey. I don't know if it's a – I think it's a lot cooler that you didn't see it coming. Yeah. Uh, if you yeah, kind of had, yeah. if someone was kind of tickling your balls a bit, like, eh, maybe something might happen here. But no, you're just at the home. You're having a couple beer with the boys. Hey, you're going to play in the A tomorrow. Have fun. That's the. I think that's a really cool part about it. Especially the University of Maine thing too, where you, you know, they said you were doing this and they said you were going to do that. And so eventually, you just learn to block that out. Like, who cares what you're saying unless you show it to me? Then yeah. that doesn't mean shit. So you didn't hear anything about it, and then bam, here you go. <laughs> yeah. Put the Miller lights down and or the Keith lights down. You're going to Wilkesbury. Yeah. So then we headed there. Did you know anybody going in? No, I didn't know anybody there at the time. Not one person. First year Wilkesbury. Man, there's some characters. Dude, that if is... you think of that organization so and that, you think that's of not, that wouldn't be the year. It was it's not on there. I didn't play a game. Oh, okay, okay. Because so it was the next for the playoff run, right? Yeah, so if you pull up the Wilkesbury team, you'd be able to see who was on that. Uh 2009-10? Yeah. You gotta talk into the mic when you're just talking there. Sorry. Sorry. All good. Okay, so you, they wanted you for the playoff like, again, run. Okay, that. I get you now. That yeah. makes it makes sense now. And then, then following year, you signed the contract with them, right? Yeah, over the summer I signed the contract. That's sick. Yeah. So another another night with the boys, for that to celebrate that shit. <laughs> yeah. That <was laughs> Holy shit. Yeah. What's uh you when you hear uh you know, Wilkes-Barre and you talk about their organization whenever like a Pittsburgh game's on, they always talk about their development on this team and that organization. Could you attest to that? What's it like in that organization? Oh yeah, it was uh, it was top notch. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, that was the only reason why that I ever made it to the NHL is because I stuck there so long. Wow. And I had uh, John Hines as a head coach. Oh uh, shit. Yeah. What was I mean, it about John Hines that details, details, man? And he was a, and he was just a worker. Like he he loved coaching underdog teams. You know, yeah, like, kind of like thrived on it. Yeah, I mean, look at the teams he's coaching now. Yeah, too, right? yeah. But uh, like that's that's him. You know, like he works hard. Details. We never had a skilled team in Wilkesbury, but we, you know, we had a couple good runs just by, you know, sticking to it and yeah. and, and working hard. And his practices were hard. Did like, he work hard in practices too? Like. Oh. It was nuts. Really? Was nuts. Yeah. He'd have guys laying guys out, you know. In practice. In practice. All the time. What translates, man. Yeah. It does. Especially when you have a team that, does, you know, doesn't have a, a bunch of guys who are going to chuck up a lot of goals. You need, you need to be able to grind and You need up. to have an identity. Yeah. Can exactly. you give me an example of, like you said, details? Give me an example of a detail that you have to work on in order to become an NHL player. Uh, I would say, like, stick on puck. Stop and starts. Like, I'm talking the littlest, tiniest stuff, right? Going to the net, stopping in front of the net. Yeah. Uh, skating hard to the bench on a change. Interesting. Like, little tiny shit, right? That to, to, like, a guy that a guy that can score 20 goals isn't really giving a fuck about. But when you get, you know, a guy like me who scores maybe 10 goals a year in an 80-game season. Yeah. And has to fight and hit and stuff just to be in the lineup. Yeah. I got to be able to do those little details you know extremely well Immaculately. yeah no turnovers you know making sure you're getting over the blue line and getting it in or getting over the red line and getting it in you're not turning it over cheating. yeah you're not you're never cheating yeah you, know? you can't because yeah. you're on like, whether the stars are under the microscope for that goal scoring you are now under the microscope for those details Absolutely. and that's that other side of the game that you know the scores don't have to do yeah you know if uh you know you're 30 olds or turns the puck over and entering the uh, ozone coach isn't going to say anything to him because maybe he'll do it two more times that game but he's going to enter 15 more times yeah and be fine with it you know, yeah your fourth liner does it 
You know? That's yeah. it. You're no more carrying it. Yeah. Exactly. Put that puck in below the goal line we'll and get go off. fucking hammer something. Well, that's it too. Right? Did you or get off? Did you, fit, <laughs> did you like fit? Yeah, or get off either. That. Did you fit into that role well? Like you know, because when you're in junior, you know, you're a skillful player. But when guys go to uh, pro, they have to almost adjust their game. Did you adjust, you know, easily, or did it take you a couple seasons to be like, all right, this is my role and I'm going to master it? I think that was been that's been my role, like a defensive style, yeah, hard player, like my whole career, yeah, and. You know what? I I've said this before. I don't know if anybody ever has listened to me, but I think it's because the guys that I play against grew, growing up. You mm. know, I was playing for Churro. Yeah. It was me and you know a couple other good players in Churro, and we were playing against Shepard, Marshawn, Hillier, Hillier, Gallagher. Ooh, uh, Blake Gallagher. Blake Fuck, Gallagher. he was nasty. Nasty, right? Like a lot of the good city teams, right? And True. they all had these guys that now, you know, like Mar- uh, Bonderchuk. Yeah. Like all these guys that went on that had amazing hockey careers, right? Yeah. And oh, in Truro, we had, you know, we had a good team, but we had to, that was the underdog team again. You know what I mean? We had to battle hard. We had a bunch of just grinders. You yeah. Know? So I've always, and my job every night was to try to shut down Shepard or Gallagher or Hillier or Marchand. Right? You took a lot of pride. That, yeah. that was my line matchup. Yeah. Always against those guys. Yeah. So I was always playing on the defense, you know? I love and that. I, and always trying to crush them. Yeah. Right? Always trying to be effective somehow. Nothing exactly. better yeah. than crushing the star. You got a question? Nothing the better. dehumidifier zone. I got to turn it Is off. It? You got the next question. I had a question. Ask too, the question about when you. Oh, when yeah. I was playing Drew B. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if you'll remember this, but I'm sure you had a few keys lights that night, but. I'm playing junior B, and I was playing in Brookfield. I was playing for East Hans at the time. I don't, you probably know Matt Anthony oh, yeah, and those Matt guys. Well. So, yeah. and do you know Justin Campbell at all? It's mm-hmm. Anse's buddy. Anyways, yeah. I think I got drilled, and my helmet came off, and I acted like a big dog, you know, trying to finish the shift. And you yelled at me, but at the time I didn't know it was you. <laughs> so I yelled back, being you know the psycho that I am. I was like, "You fucking paid to get in, bud." And I get back to the bench, and Campbell, who's the captain of the team, he taps me, and he's like, "Yo, man." He's like, "You obviously don't know who the fuck that is." And I was like, "I don't care." Like blah blah blah. And he's like, "Dude, that's Zach Sill." And I was like, "Oh shit!" <laughs> so I skated back by, and I was like, "My bad, bro." Like, <laughs> and I was like, "Fuck, I can't wait to ask him that one day, man." Because yeah, I was, I immediately went from whatever to like. Like, oh fuck like this is his hometown this is <laughs> they already hate me here like oh shit yeah, that's <laughs> fuck. Awesome. so you obviously don't remember that but man that's so funny i'm uh, glad you i got to ask that yeah that's awesome <laughs> does it sound like you I, oh yeah I think so. <laughs> probably yeah sitting sitting in brookfield on a probably tuesday night yes exactly what it was yeah. how do you know it was a tuesday night because that's that their home games night, man that was Junior B night in Brookfield, right? So what's with you going to Junior B games? Is that you just showing support, or is that you an actual fan just going to like watch just the games? Fan, just, just an actual fan, just an actual fan, just a game. You know, not much goes on in Brookfield, right? Yeah. So <laughs> Tuesday night, Tuesday night Junior B night, yeah, everyone shows up. At the up. Henderson. Yeah. <laughs> what a burn. Yeah. Is that the rink you played in as a kid? Uh, minor hockey, and then uh, I got to Adam, moved up. She was a one-stop there. shop in that place, isn't it? Ball field and rink. That's it. So that, that was, but that Unreal. was the curling spot. Rink, don't forget about the curling. Ice oh, my too, apologies right? to anyone who's yeah. from out there. That that's yeah. my mistake. I yeah. should have known that. So when you were playing minor hockey and shit, did you guys always have triple A teams? No. So I always, I think after Adam, I moved into Truro because there was never any triple A teams in uh, in Brookfield. Big dog, you're like I'm wow. out of here, buddy. I'm playing triple A. Yeah, I felt bad. So you <laughs> must have played with like Withrow then. I Mike Withrow. With, I played with him in uh, in Cole Harbor. Face. Yeah. Face. <laughs> I played beer league with him, so full circle. It's hilarious. Man, I haven't seen Face in a couple of years. I ran into him in Calgary when we were playing out there. He picked me up in his, fuck, I don't know what it was, nineteen eighty seven Chev, fucking jacked up. Picked me up. I showed up with Pittsburgh. Oh, West Truck. Oh yeah, I showed up with Pittsburgh <laughs> single cab. 
we like we walked off the boys got off the bus and this guy rolls into the whatever uh, probably a nice hotel i don't know which one it was yeah, for sure yeah the ritz face get in the truck <laughs> you're like holy shit face yeah like yeah. wow you, was he, you said he was in pittsburgh no calgary Oh, Calgary. Oh, you're on a road trip in Calgary. Yeah, road trip in Calgary. I pulled up to the hotel, and he pulled up right behind the bus. Were you texting him, or were you just waiting for him? Oh, yeah. No, you texted him? I was getting him to pick me up. Sid's behind you, like, Sid, where are you going in that truck? What are you doing there? He would have understood, though. Oh, yeah, 100%. Oh, yeah, that's true. Maritime guy, right? Yeah, he knows. Yeah. How long have you been playing ball for? Man, I played ball my whole life. Yeah? Yeah, my whole life. Played on uh, Canada Games team. Yeah. When when I was 16, we went to Canada Games in Regina, and then, uh, and then, I don't know, just always through. Played a little bit with the senior men's team in Brookfield. Yeah. And then we had a junior team out of East Hance. Uh, that was the last year I played until last year. So I was 23. We lost in the finals. Ugh. And then uh, of, of uh, junior nationals. Yeah. Had to wipe the eye black off and go right to the uh, airport, fly into Pittsburgh's camp. You should have kept it on. <laughs> that is unreal. What's up, yeah. boys? Yeah. Right off the diamond. Changed in the truck, brought my hockey gear with me, lost in, lost in the finals. <laughs> got the fucking silver medal and after had to drive to the airport the old man drove me to the airport wiping the eye block off changing into some good clothes you still got the <laughs> the, the dirt mark from your socks you know what i mean how it's oh, like yeah, white yeah, underneath yeah, right your the calf oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah that's, that's unreal. unreal so yeah that was the last year i played when i was 23 and then i started up again last year and then you're playing it? you're playing this year too right yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah you'll awesome. see me at the field that's right by my house so yeah, nice. I love. There's nothing really else to do either. Like especially out where I live, there's nothing. Yeah. There's no hockey. There's no, the dome's not open. Like <laughs> none you, of that shit. Do you like the break? Like you know, a lot of guys. Like we love two sport athletes on this podcast. When we talk to hockey guys, it's like no hockey, hockey, hockey. But we, you know, I play lacrosse. Dudes plays baseball. Two sport athletes on this podcast. Is it nice for you just to you know have a break, relax, forget about hockey? Or I know you just said you just got back from the ring, so you're obviously always thinking about hockey. But is baseball more just of a a break and a relax for you? Uh, I would say yes and no. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like l- last year, you know, it felt so good to get back on the diamond, and it was because of I'm a competitive. You know, I'm a competitive guy. So like all mm-hmm. year at hockey, you're competing every day. You get into a game, you get to like rough a guy up, you get to you know get that competitive yeah. edge out, and then all summer you go without it. You know, and then you're itching to get it back come hockey time again. But yeah. when ball ball comes around, you're right back into competitiveness. You know, yeah. so you don't get to you don't get to miss a beat on it. And that's what I missed about, you know, about summers yeah. so much is like missing that competitive part to it. Golf just isn't the same for me. We can't get at anybody or anything like yeah, that. It's right. all on you then, right? Yeah, exactly. You don't get to hit anything. I'm exactly. This. I love. That's exactly what I'm thinking. But uh, I, I just love the competitiveness of it and and getting after it. Did you get to see any? Uh, what's the baseball team in Pittsburgh called? Uh, the Pirates. The Pirates. Pirates. You see any Pirates games? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We went to a couple. Yeah, I went to a couple Steelers games too. Just oh, in the yeah. box, big dogs. No. What? No, no. He just Sid didn't hook the boys up. Seats. Yeah, no. Man, he might have hooked the other guys. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, you were you were the only guy down there. Yeah, <laughs> I, I went with the other rookies, probably. Oh, that's still not bad though. Like yeah. even to go to an MLB game, there's that's not like a real bad seat. Under the radar sometimes, right? You don't want to get it's up. True. Put a little wig on. Yeah. A wig on. <laughs> yeah, you don't want to be noticed. God forbid, you got to sign it off. Yeah, I don't think I needed a wig. No, really. The paparazzi was following you around. Back then, I still had hair too. Oh, did you? I wonder why it went. Stressing out. Mm. Did you find it was hard to get back into ball? Like, did you find you you know? Because it's make no mistake, that shit's coming in quick, and it's not a very long distance. What is it, like six sixty feet? Yeah, no, it's the pitcher. Th- that's baseball. 
Really? Yeah. So what are you guys at? Like thirty? We're at forty-six. So either way, that's 46. you know that's you haven't played in five six years. Yeah. Did you struggle at the beginning, or did you just yeah, come no, in and just start raking? Probably like three. It took me like three games. Probably there's probably you know eight 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 at bats. <laughs> couple offers. Yeah, a couple <laughs> offers. Yeah, frustrating. The fielding was right there though, which was nice. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's weird how defense, that works, defense eh? stuck right there. I had to slap a cup on just to make myself feel it's a little better. It's just like blocking shots, so kind yeah, of thing, right? What position know. do you play? Uh, I'm everywhere. Any, anywhere. Anywhere in the infield. They'll put me in anywhere in the infield. You're getting up there in age, now you're going to be at first. Hey, don't knock first base. It's <laughs> a tough position. First base, first base is the base I played in Canada games here. Oh, shit. Yeah. Well, so I'm sorry. Gave me a new respect for first base. I used to laugh at it, too. So, oh, so maybe I just have to play first, I guess. Yeah. I'm too short, though. shit, because you got all these idiots throwing balls at you in the dirt. That's very right? true. And and that, I'm that idiot. And if you don't scoop that, if you don't catch that, that's your fault, man. And then the guy's safe. Right? Yeah, and it's it's especially in, in fast pitch, too. That's what you call it, right? Fast pitch. I don't yeah. want to be disrespectful. No, that's good. Um, the, the hot corner, right? They don't call it that for anything. First and third, that yeah. shit. I mean, you're probably 40 feet away yourself, right? Yeah. That shit has come in quick. Quick. Yeah. Like, couple, too quick. A couple broken fingers and stuff. I used to play third. When I was growing up, I was always on third. And, uh, yeah, a couple broken fingers. Ball coming in too fast, not getting the glove Ugh. over in time, and ball hitting you right in the end of the finger. Oh, my God, man, it's the fucking worst. Yeah. Oh, that would suck, too, going into that. hockey season, too, having a broken uh, finger. You got to hide it. Yeah. You ever, like, lie? And, no, you don't have to answer. But do you ever just be like, no, my, I'm good. I don't have any. I'm hurt. I'm fine. I'm good. No worries. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, you, yeah. You just fall and warm up. You pretend, ah, I sprained it. That's yeah. what you do. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah, once or twice, maybe. Yeah. But I had a, uh, actually broke my leg playing ball. It was high school ball, actually. Oh. Yeah. Broke my tib-fib when I was in grade. Going into my Fuck. second year midget. Yeah. How'd that happen? Slide into a base. Slide into second, yeah. and the guy was off the bag and, and uh, hit him, you know, probably four inches up on his leg and buckled my my, uh, my ankle underneath. Uh, Did you take him out at least? Get over the double play? Oh, I took him out. Yeah. There's, definitely no, double, there's definitely no double play <laughs> yeah. there. Yeah, might have been trying to steal. I can't remember now. Coach telling you not to, but you did it anyway. Yeah, and that was in May, and then I was late coming back for a, you know, midget midget season. It really it, it dinged me up pretty good. Was Coach pissed that you played and broke your? Obviously, he's gonna be pissed that it's because you were the captain that year, right? Yeah. So obviously, he's gonna be pissed that you broke your leg, but you can't get like. Was he like you can't play ball this summer? Or no, no. It wasn't like that. No, nobody ever told me I couldn't play ball. Was that no, one, no one wanted to say shit to you. Yeah. You're screaming <laughs> on the four check, and I was like, oh, no. he can do whatever he wants. Yeah. I want to jump back to hockey for a sec. The call up to uh, your first NHL game in Pittsburgh. Mm. What was that like? Where were you? What were you doing? Who called you? And then what was uh, what was like the the transition of getting to the rink and playing? Yeah, um, John Hines called me. He was my coach in uh, in Wilkesbury. Okay, and so he called me. Uh, I was napping. Because we had a game that night in Syracuse, I think. The crunch. Yeah. And uh, I think that's how it went. And he called me, woke me up from my nap, and told me I wasn't going on the trip. And I said, what? I said, what? Great news. Sending know. me to the coast? What? Yeah. I didn't know <laughs> didn't know why, you know. And then he told me that uh, I was getting called up and playing in New Jersey the next night. And uh, I didn't, <laughs> so I get the goosebumps now yeah. here, right? I got goosebumps. It, it yeah, was, me uh, too. It was, it was pretty <laughs> incredible, you know. That was five years. Five years in the American League. It, at that point, I was thinking, yeah, you know, maybe it's not going to happen. But I can. I'm pretty good at this level. I'll be able to make a career out of it mm. here, you know. Anyway, so I got the call, and and I held together for that call. 
didn't break down or anything. And then uh, after that, I called my parents, <laughs> called my parents, and that one was a, that one was a, a bit of a tearjerker. Yeah. You know, it was it was pretty special. And Pittsburgh actually ended up flying my mom and dad down to the game. Stop. So they got to see it. Yeah. I don't know if I'm supposed to say that because they're probably not allowed to do no. that. No. Yes, they, they are. That looks so good for them. That, in my yeah, head. That is unbelievable. Yeah. They don't so have they to do, do that. that. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So how? Okay. Was, sorry. I'll keep it going. Was, it was nuts. Yeah. yeah. So I, then I, I honestly, it's hard to remember it, you know, because I, li- I think I started the game and then I ended the game. And I was like, and the whole fucking game was a blur. Absolutely. <laughs> <You know>? Yeah. Step <laughs> on the, I stood on the ice and went. You know, a hundred and ninety percent the whole fucking game. <laughs> you know, just gassed. Probably only played seven minutes. Just destroyed though. Every muscle in my body was aching the next day because I'm. Just... They're like, "Who is this guy going like this, man? <laughs> Holy shit!" Yeah, just not thinking, just skating. But no, it was pretty. Uh, it was pretty amazing. Whenever the media talks about the Pittsburgh dressing room and all those boys that have been there for so long, they always say it's the most welcoming room in the NHL because obviously you talk about Sid and the leadership group there, everyone just welcoming you know newcomers like yourself. I guess at the time, what was your experience walking into that room for the first time? Yeah, it was. Uh, it was. It was amazing. You know, going into the hotel, you know, the first meeting, the first going to the rink. You know, all the older guys were were unbelievable, like uh, Dupuis and Kunitz. Yeah. Uh, flower he was awesome mm-hmm. you know like i sat beside him in the dressing room he's like just down the goalie stalls man he's such he's a pranking like, you day one go yeah. go lucky guy you know like just nice nice good character guy um they made you feel really you know really at ease and that helped because yeah. you, you got a few nerves running through you doing that jeez i'd imagine yeah it's crazy. Your whole life you work for this moment, and then it's finally here, and you just said yourself, like, you just kind of black out. You don't re- really realize it because you're in the moment. It's crazy how that just kind of comes true, and you work so hard for, you know, a moment in life, and it happens. It's it's crazy. Like, what was the, the – the, from midget to that day, like, thinking about didn't make pick, though. <laughs> we were going to play junior B, and then, bam, now you're getting the call up to the show to fucking Pittsburgh above all else. Maybe 10 years ago, Pittsburgh wouldn't have been that crazy just because, like, yeah, Lemieux and all that shit was there, but they weren't winning. Yeah. And then you go into there, and they're a winning team, and it's like, holy shit, you know? Like, this is way different than the Truro Bearcats dressing room. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Under the, under holy the bleachers. Sh- yeah, the, the old ring. High beam right beside you. <laughs> no, it's, uh, yeah, I don't, man, it was... Uh, it was so super special, and I got to stay up there for, you know, a little bit too. So that was uh, yeah. That was uh, how long were you there the first time? I don't know if I went back down That's right away, or I was up for twenty. I played twenty games that year. So first games. year there for 18, twenty, then the 20. second year for forty-two, and then you got traded to Toronto. Yeah, but yeah, I baby. think I think I stayed. I think when I got called up that time, I think I stayed up for the 20 right right off the bat oh so just all bam right there in that shot i think so yeah i think i recall that because that would have been one of the bigger stories around here at the time especially with you know media starting to take heat and and, or like heat up and stuff like that obviously everyone knew sid was there and like who else would have been from nova scotia in the nhl at that point honest to god yeah so it was like that was the (laughs) huge thing right so it was i I'm, i'm pretty sure that's how it went yeah i think that's what i think that's what would happen and then uh i got sent down to Norfolk, we were playing in Norfolk. I had a where's a Norfolk? Go- Norfolk, uh, Virginia. The Admirals. Admirals, Norfolk Admirals. Yeah. Oh, okay, sorry. So that's no. where you guys were playing then. So we were, yeah, we were. So oh, I, so, okay. They the, sent me yeah. down to play in Norfolk, right. so I just flew right in Norfolk, <laughs> and uh, had a goal and assist the first game, and then the second game I sliced my arm open, 
and was over three months. Are you fucking serious? No, <laughs> brutal. Came back. Uh, Highest point of your career to the two lowest. Days before playoffs started. <sighs> in a rush, probably. Nuts. Yeah, in a rush. Yeah, I have a fucking thing on my hand. So you're, did you fi- did you find that playing in the show and then like obviously the A and in the show they're two unbelievable leagues, but did you find those twenty games in the NHL almost like? brought you up a speed in the AHL or maybe it was just a confidence thing because you said you came right back and scored you know what I think it was a complete confidence thing yeah yeah like the uh the, the play between the two two leagues it's it's a lot different but there's a lot of players in the American League that can play in the NHL right you know they're like you stick any one of them in there though for any amount of time they're going to do you know fairly well true um but the confidence part of it made me such a better player at the American League yeah I love it's- no, go ahead. I love asking this questions to guys who are in your not situation, but you're in your career path. And we've had guys on the NHL who've you know we've had guys who have made careers in the NHL. And I asked them the question like, well, you know, what's the NHL like? And the answer is always kind of numbing because they're in the NHL for such a long time they don't really know how to answer it because it's everyday life for them. But in your position, you know, you, you had a little stint. No, I don't know what what would I say? You had I a career. Say a cup of coffee. You had a cup of coffee no, in I'd the say NHL. Well, yeah, maybe, yeah, uh, like maybe like a pack of Keurig. Let's put it this way: you, you, <laughs> you, know. you made the Canadian dream come true. You're, you know, you made it come true, and you spent some time mm-hmm. in the A. You spent some time in the NHL, and you know, when you're in that situation, you can appreciate the NHL level and what goes on at that level. So, I guess the question is, what is the NHL to you right now? What does it mean? Everything from the the play, the hotels, the food, the way people treat you. What what does the NHL mean to a, a guy like you or someone that's looking from the outside in? That's a loaded question. I know, but I just I gotta ask it because there's a lot of people that want to know. Okay, all right. Um, <laughs> that's a fair question, though. Isn't it is it? Like, fair. Yeah. No. Yeah. I'll try my best here. Um, I see it as as the best league in the world, and that. I'm super grateful that I got a chance to play there and that I was able to work my way there and that guys believed in me to give me a chance there. You know, the, the coaches that were in, that were in uh, Pittsburgh, that were in Wilkes-Barre that, you know, kept pushing me to get there, you know, and when I got there, (laughs) you kind of, you, I don't know, you, you get used to it, you know, which is a shame because Mm -hmm. I shouldn't have, you know, um, but life is good, you know. Life is good. You don't have any worries. Yeah. <laughs> like you know, as a guy that you know battled his way through, and and still when I was in, that was me only like fifth or sixth year in the American League. Yeah, still wasn't making you know great money. So then that money jump to the first time I ever seen that in my life. So you get that, you know. It was uh, it was pretty special. And then you're traveling in the planes all the time. You have to, you know, you get the steaks and the seafood and the you know the sushi and that shit like that after <laughs> games you know it's a different uh it's yeah. a different lifestyle and uh and you're just super grateful to be there i yeah. think and i think that if guys that are there they don't feel that way then they maybe they should well yeah i shouldn't say none of the guys feel that way but there's just like sometimes where people will say you know it's great like i love playing in front of fans and they, i can just tell them the answer they're numb to it yeah because they they're, they've been there and they're doing it so well, you yeah, said you get used cool. to it, and like, yeah, you. I, you anyone that's you what you're comfortable. But you have to, to though. Yeah. You have to, otherwise, you're going to be that, you know, skit, but, but you don't, sketchy guy. But I kind of disagree with that. Like, you don't want to because if you kind of do get comfortable of like, a tr- I don't know, just you know, someone always handing you something and saying, "Here you True. go, here you go," you don't like. You kind of want to. Who the, said this? Like the, the difference between between being in the American League and being in the NHL is that in the American League, you're still on like a coachable team. You know, like yeah. you're still like they're still trying to. 
you know, uh, monitor you and, and True. you know, like they make you wear, like now kids are have to wear these things to bed and like they watch their sleep patterns and shit like that. Right. It's, it's totally to illegal. Me. You can't do that. But that's <laughs> what teams are trying to make them do that, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the NHL, they don't give a shit. You're a professional. You be there. You show up and you do your job. And if something slips, then it's not up. That's not our fault, you know. Yeah. Like, yeah. So yeah, you're more account. You have to be more accountable to yourself at the NHL level, and I think that's why more professional. You know, if you're a professional about it, then you'll stay there, and if you're not, then maybe you'll you know get slid out a little bit quicker. Yeah, that's but a good way of putting it. My point was just that if if you're if you're so comfortable in a league, you're not, especially in a your position, that grinder, the guy that just has to get the job done. Like I get if you're Sid and things are happening for you, you're the best in the world. Obviously, yeah. you can get comfortable because you can just work off pure instinct. But like, uh, who's a, uh, an example I could use? Like Gallagher, the way he plays. Like that's a guy who just can't get comfortable in that league because the moment he gets comfortable, he won't be on the Montreal yeah. Canadiens. Every day he's in front of that net. Every day he's grinding mm-hmm. in the places where other skilled players don't right. want to play. I just the comfortability level can't be there, but I do agree with what you're saying. How you can't, yeah. You know, everyone can get comfortable in that league. Yeah, you know, you have to keep doing the things that got you there. Exactly. If you, That's if exactly. You, if you slip from those, then then you're not going to be there. Yeah. So at the end of the day, man, it's a business. If you're not performing the way that management wants you to perform, or you're being a dickhead off the ice, it's just easy for them to send you down and bring the next guy up. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? There's so always, there's always you know 400 guys. Waiting in line to go up. Especially in the A, man, because that's the one common thread at all times is it's guys, yeah, you're, you're teammates and you're good teammates, but you're still pushing for that yeah. that call up, right? Yeah, some guys are have literally been in the league, in the AHL, for like 15 years, right? And that's where they spend their career, which is there's nothing against yeah. that. But they're t- every day you're going, I want to get that call up. I want to get that call up. I'm not speaking from experience, of yeah. course. Yeah, yeah. But that's that's the common thread that I've heard, right? Yeah, absolutely. Um, everyone always talks about Sid's leadership ability, but no one's ever really seen it inside the room. What's his leadership ability inside the room? Is he uh, talkative or I'm not that talkative, no. no. He's also he's you know, he's more of a lead by example kind of guy, you know. He uh he has a lot of good support around him as well, uh that that helps out with the verbal verbal side of things. When he talks, uh you listen, that's for sure. <laughs> but it's not uh, it's not all the time, you know. Um when I was there. Like but when I was there he was you know, 26, 27, two. Yeah. And he was playing with the guys that were 33, 34, 35, you know, older guys, Rob Scuderi. I mean, he was almost 40 for, wow. you know, when we were there. Yeah. So like he had a lot of, you know, good experience around him too, that, that would speak up. Um, and so it wasn't always on him, but he would just, you know, he would just do it on the ice. What and are some of the, yeah. would, you know, everybody would just follow that, like the guys. Yeah. Do you ever like scream, like everybody shut up in here? Like, did that ever happen while you were there, or like just any sort of like emotion that isn't just robots? It, you know. Um, I can't remember. I can't remember any any occasion. I called him out one night though. I'm did you grab another beer? Yeah, go for, you it, go for it. Go for it. You're of age. Any, anytime we got someone telling Sid stories, I'll sit and wait forever. Don't I'm worry, good. we ID'd him. <laughs> sure, everybody knows. You. Yeah, I called him out one time. We were drinking. Had a couple of beers, and uh, I told him that he wasn't a two hundred foot hockey player. <laughs> <laughs> That's the beers talking. Yeah. What yeah. did he say? Yeah. Oh what did he say? God, we yeah we were at it for quite a while. Um, yeah. Did he argue with you? Oh yeah. He's like, well, he's like, well, why? Why do you? Why you just? Why would you say that? You know. <laughs> he's a competitive like, guy. Like we, I skate with him every summer too, right? And he's very competitive, competitive, right? So why would you say he, that? Because oh, I'm playing with him. I see him sometimes <laughs> him, on the him. ice. You know, like. Maybe not going back on the back check that hard, or <laughs> kind of swooping in looking for the quick breakout, you know. So I, uh, I spoke up. Good for you. Yeah, 
Maritime guy checking a maritime guy. I, I like it. That he, I, that he argue, I love that he just went I mean, right to the what, source. He's yeah. like, why? I don't know what time of night it was, but <laughs> that's unreal. That he he probably like you know he was probably a beauty about it at the end of the day though. Like oh, he wanted 100%. to know why. Oh, hundred percent. And it was more in, in you know in a in a joking manner. You know, it wasn't, yeah, yeah. It wasn't me sitting him down. Like, you know, hey, listen, like, we yeah, need to talk. Some of the boys have been talking. And he's just like, it wasn't anything like that. I can have you sent down, pal. Right now. Makes yeah. a quick call. That's funny. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I I know you want to talk about the Toronto days. He's a big Toronto guy, and you nice. got uh, traded to Toronto. I yeah. don't want to go there just yet, though. Okay. If you got, if you I, like, I want to talk about the mic'd up. Actually, I do want to talk about Toronto. I changed my mind. Well, I do. Um, got, now I, now I kind of want to talk yeah. about the mic'd up. Well, go ahead, because it's just going to lead me to Toronto, so you do your thing. Well, I don't know what I want to ask now, but the video was unreal yeah. of being mic'd up. Do they have to ask for your permission to be mic'd up in the NHL, or is it in your contract you owe a couple no, mic'd no, up no. videos? They, they come to you before and ask. I think that was when the 24-7 was going on, right? Oh, the, yeah, you were there during the that. HBO thing. Is that weird when the cameras are all around you, or did you not mind? Uh, I didn't really notice. Yeah. No. In the NHL today, there's cameras everywhere anyways. That, the Pittsburgh dress room is massive anyway. Right? Don't even see the little squirts out there with the no, cameras. Massive, that dressing room in the bottom there. Do you like it? I, I don't like a big dressing room. It took I a long time to walk from the kitchen or from like that area to the training room. Oh, <laughs> tough, oh life. tough life. You're getting <laughs> a little comfortable in the NHL there. Eh? Get, the your kitchen to the <laughs> get your hard-boiled eggs and salt and pepper. Okay, for your little breakfast, little omelet guy, go in. You're an omelet guy. Go in, say hi to the omelet guy. I didn't want green peppers. No, in I the would omelet. never put my name on the list for the omelets because <laughs> you don't want to push the boys back too far. So I just went start scratching names. Yeah, huh? I went for the the yogurt and the granola and the hard boiled egg. <laughs> That's how yeah. to do it. Shit, no one ate. <laughs> <laughs> just happy to be here. Eggs for days. So they they mic you up. What do they do? They come up to you. Uh, like a day before the, the day the game of, like, hey, Siller, do you mind if we put a mic on you? I think it's the, I think it was the day before they'd always ask you, yeah. and then they you'd show up in the when they do it for morning skate and and everything else, make sure everything was working good. Yeah, yeah, and they just just sewed a little, uh, just a little block thing in the back of your your yeah, shoulder pads. Yeah, we, you we have, yeah, 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 exactly. yeah, yeah. Just sewed it in the back of your shoulder pads, and then tucked the mic up in. Yeah, yeah. Did you find it hard not to swear? Oh, I I I didn't. You didn't think you just about didn't it. care. Yeah, I just. I guess you it can't. Off. I, I, forgot that i had it on but it's probably know. the best case which is exactly what they want you to do yeah because I, yeah i heard coaches don't like it when the players are mic'd up because they think that sometimes the coach the players are thinking about it too much that's what i heard yeah. like that's always gonna like be the case so. um yeah so you must have been pumped when they asked you no he didn't even he didn't care you're just like, yeah but deep down inside you know you're a chatty guy like you and you know you're yeah, now you're that, getting that this game opportunity was, that game was kind of a special game though you know like i was told to to get after get under dion's skin you know trying okay. to get after him try to get him off his game because every time Sid's on the ice DM was on the ice you know so like it was my job to try to you well, know get him thinking about something else other than other than Sid you know try to make him want to kill me instead of the stars the stars well I asked yeah. you this at the Jordan Boyd tour him I was like you know you're one of the best mic'd up guys of all time in the NHL like do you think about your chirps before you go on the ice and you said no it just kind of comes naturally to me so like you know you're going into a game you're playing against Dion you know you're gonna have to get under his skin you're telling me you don't think for a second yeah, okay I gotta figure out something I gotta figure out you're not it's just top of the head you're like does it sound like I was thinking about anything that I was saying? <laughs> I guess not, like but like I think I repeated myself, you know, a thousand times. I'm coming right? for you, Dion. <laughs> yeah, you know. I like, guess so. Yeah. No, it, it, just, was, just, yeah. it was just uh, trying to be a little punk. That's yeah. how you had to be, though. Yeah. You like, know, legit. They, they tell me to do something, I'm going to do it. You know. It's not like they could be like Siller. We need four out of you tonight, so <laughs> yeah. get out there, buddy. Yeah. Who'd you tell not to whack again? You told someone it not. Was, don't uh, don't. He goes, don't whack that guy. That's what you said. McLaren, maybe. 
No, no it was uh, Little Ford. Can't remember what his name was. He he uh, slashed Flurry in the glove. He skated by him, slashed him in the glove. Yeah, you don't do I, that. Yeah, I chased him around. And uh, then Franzen? Does that make sense? The big D-man, Franzen? Yeah, it's... Want me just to bring it name. up? Franzen goes, what is this, your first game? Your first shift. First... Oh, like he said first game. Oh, yeah, he did say first game. You're right, yeah. First game. I was like, no, it's... It's my, like, it's my fucking eight spot. New Jersey, yeah. Carolina, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Pittsburgh. No, that's us. Uh, yeah. I'm not gonna find it. But it, it was a it big. Was did, he was must have been the other guy that asked you when you were like, "No, I'm already going with him." No, that was McLaren. So that was McLaren. Fraser McLaren. Yeah. Wait, the guy that you said no to because you're you yeah. said no to McLaren. Yeah, I said He's too no big. To McLaren. Yeah. No, I'm going with him. He's too big. <laughs> yeah. Or you're too big. So I want. Did you? Did you ever get out there against Dion? No. You never did? No, I don't think so. But and when you got oh sorry. Yeah, go. No, when you got traded to Toronto, was Dion on the team? Yeah, yeah. And did you guys ever talk about it? Oh yeah. First did day. You? First day. You gotta you gotta <laughs> clear it. In the showers together, just me and him in the showers together after the first practice. Like, I was like, hey, uh he didn't say anything, right? So I was standing there in the shower shower. It's like, hey, uh sorry about that, you know, that clip, you know, and yelling at you that game. The coaches told me to try to get under your skin. He's like, Ah man, don't worry about it. And he was an awesome guy. Really? Man, unbelievable guy. See, in the, the media portrays him because he was the least capped and the in least Toronto. sucked that he was a shit guy. Oh, you wouldn't believe how positive that guy was. Really? I went in there and we lost every game almost, you know? Like, yeah, easy. Fuck. It was bad. <laughs> you yeah. know, we, we, we struggled. And uh, he'd come to the rink every day. Smiling. Get it, smiling, getting everybody on the same page, getting everybody geared up, right? I think you just surprised a lot of people. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, it was awesome. He was, he was, uh, yeah, I hung out with him, you know, a couple of times away from the rink and stuff like that. And yeah, he was, he was top notch. He's, He's got, got some here. maritime roots. Yeah, he leaves. I think he PEI. married a, a PEI girl. Yeah. yeah. Do you ever hang out with, do you ever talk to him still? Hang out with him? No, no, I haven't seen him for years. Um, is it true how bad the Toronto media is? We see from the outside in, but looking from the inside out, does, does it piss the players off in that room? Um, I think so, but I think they all learn, you know, just to, just to ignore it. You know, yeah. I mean, you have to at that at that point. Yeah, it's bad. Yeah, terrible. Like from as a from a fan standpoint, like even just being on Twitter and shit. Like I'm a big fan, but it's like I'm not saying like we need to do this and we need to and fucking everyone's got the answer and it's just like you lose one game and it's the end of the world and you win one game and you're winning the cup and it's just like <laughs> no, the only other team that's like that is Montreal. Yeah, and it's just like what, like it's just insane. But so yeah, it, it's always interesting to like hear what the players have to say. But at the same time, you guys have your job to attend to, and it's not that shit, right? So I, it would piss when, me when off. When we lost our last game of the season <laughs> to Montreal, I think there was fans throwing Toronto jerseys on the ice. You yeah, know? I watched that game at, at home. That hurts. Yep. You know, I'm just like. Like, did you, oh, did you oh. was there any soul jerseys on the ice? <laughs> I didn't see any. <laughs> Just yours. No, I did not see any. <laughs> yeah. Have you ever been part of a situation like that where the team is throwing jerseys on the ice ever? No. That was uh that was crazy. They hated us. <laughs> <laughs> they hated us. So like if you were out you, uh, and you were out in the boat in the public and you were with the boys, would people shit talk you if you had a shit no, game? No, see like that's the thing. Like they would they were hmm. very nice. Yeah, exactly. Oh uh, yeah, keyboard warriors. Yeah. That pisses me off. What did they say your role was when you came in there and played in Toronto? Just they told me to come, they as soon as I got there they said they were playing every game. Bring exactly what you bring. Just play exactly how you play. That's exciting. Yeah. So I went in there and and had no pressure on me at all. I just had to go play. Wow. Yeah. It was awesome. Growing up, what was your favorite team? Toronto. 
Eh, come Dougie on. Gilmore, Wendell Clark. Oh, come Dougie on. G. No. Come on. Did you get to meet these guys? Uh, no. I I met Wendell. Wendell was at the rink. Yeah, I met him. Any other Leafs legends that you would have grown up watching that you ever Steve, crossed paths Stevie with? Stevie Thomas. Wow, what a gr- that guy is the Stumpy. definition of sandpaper. I actually play with his kid, too. Are you serious? Yeah, yeah, play with his kid. That's fucked. Yeah, in Hershey. That's actually Christian, crazy. Christian Thomas. Yeah. He's good, so too. I got, so I got to meet him a couple times. I went to a barbecue with him. No Johnny Bowers, never got to meet him or anything like that? No. No. What about Lemieux? Oh, yeah, I met Lemieux Because he's in, times. yeah, he's. Yeah. Yeah, he's more than a couple times, I guess, yeah. Is for good reasons? Yeah. Ty Domi, Matt Ty. It's like Seller, man. Ty like Domi. the Miller Lights, they got to stop, dude. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Ty yeah. Domi? Yeah, Matt Ty Domi. I heard he's at the rink all the time the, at the ACC there. Yeah. He's just there watching. Yeah. Who was the toughest guy you fought in the NHL, I, in your opinion? Like not the toughest guy on paper or whatever. Yeah. Uh, I'd say Borowiecki. Like no teeth, Boriaki. Boriaki, yeah. From Ottawa. Yeah. Got really. Nails. Really. Good for you, dude. It's for like knowing that he played for Ottawa. Yeah, he's, he was the captain. I'm pretty sure last year. He's got no teeth. Oh yeah. He's pure grinder. I'm a big fucking hockey fan, dude. Are you good? Do you got time? Oh, I got you lots sure? of time. Okay. My phone was going off. Will Ferrell was on it for some reason. Is oh. he calling you right now? Yeah. Oh, you're friends with Will? <laughs> no. You never played in LA. He's outside. He's <laughs> waiting for him. <laughs> it was the, uh, you guys follow the Zyre Golf one? Yeah, I do. <laughs> yeah. Pure comedy every day. That's it. It's just basically my, your golf game on Instagram. <laughs> I'm giving up yeah. on golf. Do you golf much? All, I just said it to all my buddies. Uh, you know, I go out there and I whack it around. We're in Brookfield. Yeah, a couple at times. At the country club. Brookfield. Yeah, <laughs> Brookfield. I usually do Brookfield, Stuyak, Penn Hills. Oh yeah. Yeah, I was uh, to what's that one there in Tantown? Uh, Brunello. Brunello. How's that? It's hard. That's a hard course for me. Yeah, because you're a hack and whacker. I'm a hack and whacker. Just the name alone would turn me off. Bouncing everywhere. <laughs> yeah, it's a hard course. Okay. I drive by that probably every single morning, at least at like 7 in the morning, they are out just fucking mowing at all times. Like, yeah. the grass is like this big. I can imagine. Yeah, my buddy got, my buddy just built a house on the ninth hole, so we <laughs> get a little bit of a deal. For a living What, there? you just walk out and play? Yeah. I thought that was the deal. Oh, no, so he lives I right mean, on. I wish. Yeah, was, that, that's the Sunday morning routine. I he doesn't right. jump in on the nine. <laughs> yeah, he's gonna be really good at nine. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sailor's just out there in his boxers. <laughs> what? Practicing my short game. Hey, buddy. <laughs> so he might. Your buddy must live right there on Brunello then, because I'm. Pr- so they must yeah, get a deal. Right like on the left side on the, on the nine. That's, that's the dream, man. Grow, make a house on a golf course. That's the dream. What yeah. else do you want? Nice, maybe a little pool, a lake. Lake would be nice. Lake would be nice, and then you're yeah. good to go. Did you live on a lake when you were in, you, as a kid? Or you straight no, no. woods? It's like straight woods, yeah. See, the old man got you piling wood and shit and, like, cutting wood? Yeah, we cut wood, and that's that's all that. They, we heated our house all winter just to, just wood. That's shit that actually helps you later on in life, man. Like Absolutely. Would you, I, now, I bet you wouldn't trade that shit in for anything because you no. were working out without even knowing. <laughs> yeah, and not to mention, it's good value. So, if, you know, if you want to go down the adult lane, yeah. better values for you. You know, you're not sitting at home fucking playing Fortnite. You're like, all right, I'll go stack <laughs> some wood. Like, Fortnite. I don't care. Yeah. What's, yeah, uh, they still do it. They still put <laughs> on their house on wood. Really? It's crazy, yeah. No, old habits. Yeah. It's working, right? Why fix it? Yeah. <laughs> What's it like living in Germany? Yeah. You Germany. guys, the, the rink is unreal. Midge was on the podcast the other day. He was showing me the rink you guys play in. Yeah. Holy I think it's the uh, the biggest rink in Europe. I think Dude. it seats the most most like people. in all of Europe. In all of Europe, I think it's the biggest rink in all of Europe. I I contested them, the Germans that told me this when I got there, because the rink that I played in 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 Prague 
was massive. HC Sparta sat like, sound like uh, it. It sat like uh, nineteen thousand or something. Jesus, Tip Sport. Oh, Arena. I've been to that rink in Prague. Tip Sport nineteen thousand. Oh, it's unreal. Look it's at massive. this shit. Do you guys sell out every night? Holy Not shit. every night, but we we sold out. Uh, There's still right there. I don't know, yeah. probably half dozen times. Really? More. But on regular, on you know, if you're not selling out, then you're getting anywhere between twelve and fifteen. Yeah, so you're half at least. Yeah. Wait, so was it hold twenty something? Did you guys play against the Edmonton Oilers? Yeah, they did uh, two years ago. For uh, they went over there for hockey training well, camp. Yeah, they do. It. They didn't like China, and they, they did had it. That, uh, can't remember yeah, what it was called. What's his name's from there too, right? Were you playing in that game? No, oh. I wasn't. Drysidle. Drysidle is from Cologne. Oh, cool. Yeah. Yeah, that's their way of like branding the the game around the yeah. world, right? Yeah. Um, oh, look at the fuck. Have you fought yet in Germany, or is that yeah, just? Yeah, I fought once. Did is the crowd just like what the fuck's going on? Out there? No, they love it. I bet you they, they really do. Love it. Isn't it true they stand the whole game and they just cheat uh, like a soccer? So fan? one section, right? Like the a soccer fan, the fan yeah. section. Yeah, they stand, they chant, and they drums and oh it's crazy does it help does crazy. It, like, how does it help with the game like does it get the boys going like right, i mean like, it's different i've been over there for two years now or germany one year but check the other right yeah and uh it's crazy like so you go into some barns that seat five thousand people or less and you can't hear anything nothing whistles or nothing like, you can't you hear whistles you can't hear you go back for a puck or you're calling for a puck you actually can't hear anything just so Nuts. wild in there. Boys are yeah. pissed at you on the bench. Like, why didn't you pass? I didn't know you were there. I couldn't hear you. <laughs> yeah, guys just getting lit up everywhere because you can't. <laughs> there's no heads up, right? <laughs> I yelled. <laughs> I yelled. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah, loud, man. That would yeah. annoy the hell out of me. Communication is such a big part of it. Yeah. I would hate that. Different. It takes a Different, lot to get yeah. used to. You don't need to tell anybody you're going to crush someone. <laughs> the first yeah, uh, just know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The first uh, game my wife went to in, in Prague, she was pregnant. And it was an away game because her father, her mom, and dad had come over. Yeah. And uh, she sat, <laughs> she sat in the stands in an away game. No, I'm good there. Thanks. And uh, she's and they put her in the fan section, so the other team's fan section, right? Yeah. Anyway, she said, said the guy beside her had a fucking huge one of those huge bass drums. <laughs> boom, 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 boom. <laughs> she said like for a period and a half, and she's like, couldn't take it. Got up and left. No shit, they're pregnant insane. too. Yeah, pregnant too. She doesn't uh, even have full control of what's going on, you know? <laughs> yeah. That's the difference there. Mm-hmm. How was Oct- have you ever been to Oktoberfest there? No. In Germany? So that's in uh Bavaria, right? So it's how, how far is that from you? Like five hours. Uh, yeah, it's like south it's all like southern Germany. Is, I don't know the country. Yeah, yeah. So like northern area not like Cologne area that we do something that's called Carnival. Or Carnival. I don't know. <laughs> and, it, and, it, and, it, and it lasts for like three months. The and then what? Yeah, so you can do it, it starts and then it goes for like two months, and then they have this huge rager in the city for like a week, a week long party, <sighs> and then then it's over. And, Mitch every, told, and everybody wow. just gets dressed up in costumes. And was that they something they came streets. at you with when they were trying to get you to play there? Like, listen, dude, October we got Carnival, and you're just like, yeah. you can be anybody you want to be. <laughs> Mitch told me he went. He flew there because it was like an hour flight from him, and then he had to fly back the next morning because he yeah. had practice. Because Mitch was only like forty-five minutes from me, or an hour. Oh, from is me. he okay? Yeah. And he said all the boys were there. Like the Red Bull team was there. Yeah. Um, Stephen McCauley's team was there. Frankfurt. Frankfurt. Yeah. And I had like, a buddy that played with Steve. Oh yeah. Yeah. His name was Steve too. <laughs> Jeez. Nonetheless, a very uncommon yeah. name. Yeah. 
nonetheless, Midge was just talking very highly of Germany. He just loves it over there. It's just a great place to play, great people. It's friendly, clean, so and clean. Oktoberfest. Yeah. Yeah, I think uh, that's the next step is to get to Oktoberfest. I would love to get there. I heard a lot of good things about it. Think about that. You get to go to Oktoberfest through hockey. Yeah. When when did you ever right? think you were going to be able to mix the two? You <laughs> yeah. know, it's like I either get one or the other here. Yeah, that's right. Do you well, find when you're out there in Europe, you you like you're prone to talking to the guys from here, like Macaulay, like you said, and like or maybe if you're in their city, do you meet up with them or anything like that? Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I got a glass jaw, man. I can't be doing that shit. Um, no, I, you know what? Like last year was really busy mm-hmm. for me. You know, we were we had a. However old my daughter is now, she just turned 20 months today. Cool. Congratulations, Ooh, man. You. Fatherhood. Good yeah. for you, man. And we were pregnant again all season. So he was born. My do- my son was born March 17th, St. Patty's Day, baby. Wow. He's going to love that when he's older. We're both going to love it, I think. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a good bond right there. I'm going to love it until, we get, until he gets there, and then he can take over from there. Is he a defenseman or forward? Uh, I think he's going to be a forward. Okay. His legs are going already. Wow. Yeah. So he's... He'll be five months on the on the seventeenth. He's got but, the still uh, four check. Yeah, gene. so I, my my winter was pretty busy. You know, I had mm-hmm. a young kid, and then my wife was also pregnant the whole almost the whole season. Well, she was pregnant the whole season, so yeah. I didn't have a whole lot of time to get out to to you know visit other country or other countries or players. Yeah. yeah, other players and see other things. So that's probably the right move. Yeah, you know. Yeah, stay home, help out mom. It's like no, I'm going out. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> see you later. We should talk like, about that though. Like that's a big ass commitment that a lot of people don't even realize is the the significant other of someone playing the ho- doing the hockey grind, playing in the show or playing overseas. It's just like she's pregnant, and then you know you you get through it, and then you have the kid, and then she's pregnant again, and you're always on the go. There's just no other way about it. You are just always on the go, and I just don't think they get enough credit. I heard when Conrad <laughs> Albuschreiser was on the podcast, he said that the teams in Germany take really good care of the wives over there. And the kids, and the kids, the family. That's what I. That's what he said. That's true. And, Is you it? Know, and there's so many other. There's so many imports in uh, in Germany and the German on the German teams. You know, I think we have like nine or eight or nine imports. So uh, there's a lot of other people for her to hang out with. You know. Yeah, that's nice. And if you're playing, I mean, not saying everybody in all the imports in Germany have have kids, but uh, you know, if you're playing in Germany as an import, most likely you're an older guy. And true. There's, you know, maybe one in three of you are going to have kids, you know. So there's a lot of the imports over there do have kids, and mm-hmm. it's it's easier for them. The year in, in Prague was hard because there's only me and two guys from Quebec, two single guys from Quebec. So she was, yeah. you know, she was yeah. on an island there a little bit. Big time. That's a weird, it's a and different place too. that was a tough too. season, you yeah. know, for us, for us both. Uh, so last year was a lot better, and the team was really awesome, like, setting us up with a nice house nice big yard for the dog what kind of dog you got vishla what vishla yeah is that Sounds a, like a car. Dog? what kind of dog is that hungarian yeah is it in halifax right now like you flew it back oh yeah i don't no i didn't leave no. him in germany no, he well, walked I, them. Dog, I thought it was like a team dog <laughs> no no oh, I thought that's the not. dressing room dog yeah yeah right no like we got him in uh pennsylvania when i was playing for her when we were playing for hershey oh yeah yeah so he's, he'll be five we didn't so he's been back and forth to Europe twice. Now. You got a picture of him? Yeah, I'll whip him up here. We didn't even talk about Washington or Hershey. Or Hershey. Same thing, hey, I we guess. can go back to it. I got all night. <laughs> Love it. I cleared out like usually this laptop will only allow like an hour long podcast, but 
before you came, I was like, I'm clearing everything out. So I deleted every video off here to have like extra room. So we're going to be go. deleting videos of me, but that's the money. Yeah, garbage. Is it true that Ovechkin <laughs> just has like a like a like a Russian friend group that hangs out in the room? I heard that on Spit Chicklets. Is that <laughs> <just> true? <laughs> yeah, oh, he's laughing. Malkin does. Malkin has a Russian Malkin friend group. There's Russians around all the time with Malkin. <laughs> all the time. What do you mean? Like in the room? Like in the room. Just, just hanging around. No one says shit to them? No. They in suits? No. <laughs> so no. what do you mean? Like in, 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 like before game practice? Like give me the setting they're in the room. Like like after after morning skate, after practice, before the game. Not before the game because coaches wouldn't like that. Yeah. But like after the game, they're in there. Like nobody talks to them except for Malkin, right? Nobody <laughs> wants to tell Malkin that it's Hamilton. I think he was the only Russian on that team when I was there as well. Ooh, know, that plays a big factor into that scenario, though. So, what are they yeah. doing in there? They're like drinking beers, or just have what just they, hanging out, smoking cigars, just hanging out, walking around, you just know, enjoying wait, it, waiting for waiting for him. So, do you live with them, or like he has a? Yeah, I see. I think that he had a lot of them living with him, but I actually I don't know the whole story on that, so don't you can't quote me on that one. Okay, but nonetheless, that's amazing. Talk about a power move. You just have your buddies hanging out with you. At Coach, the ring. DC is my friends. That's yeah. it. They're in here for the rest of the fucking year. So power move but i guess if you've been with one organization and you've won three championships you got a little pull i'm sure you can do something if you can't find the dog it's all right you know what once you have kids the dog just slows the back seat you know how many pictures <laughs> is anyway. that even your you camera know. right now i know right i have no idea i guarantee you didn't take most of those pictures holy jumpings look at that how old's the young fella now uh he'll be five months on the 17th zach jr his name's lachlan dean Lachlan is a fucking Lachlan. nasty. You're setting him up for yeah, success a, with that name. He's a forward for sure. Yeah. And you got to think nickname, too. You're a hockey guy, baseball guy. Nickname comes into play. Oh, absolutely. It's either going to be Siller or Lockie. One of the you boys know? already called him the Lock Nash Monster. <laughs> <laughs> and that's it. That's the that's right? the name right there. Do the kids come in the room after the game out in Germany? Uh, like We actually got to take uh, Harper, my daughter, on the ice. So after they win, the girls bring, bring them down to the to the ice level. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because after every game, you go around, you give the fans a, oh, yeah, there's a like big a... clap and all that stuff, right? What a different ball game, eh? Yeah, not. You know yeah. what's a lot easier? I'm just going to pull up a picture of a Vishla to show you what kind of dog it is. Oh, yeah, here's the picture right here. Can you spell it? Dude, that's a packed rink, too, when you did it. He's a big boy. Man, look at all that's the... That's the girl. Come on, man. That's Harper. Really? Jesus, dudes. You're yeah. embarrassing him. Well, oh, fuck, man. You got to be wrong yeah, every now and then. like eight months there, or ten months there or something, I think. What was, she, was she shy? Was she, what That's was she what doing? I was just going to ask. Yeah, she, she, she was being shy. Yeah. Look oh, okay. Photographers. Holy shit. You're a celebrity over there. Man. Celebrity here, but like. Everybody's ripping around the Yeah, Instagram. I've seen those dogs. Was this a regular season game or a playoff nice. game in this picture? Regular season. We didn't play playoffs, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. That oh, is crazy. That's name's Hank. Hank? Hank. 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 That guy's a weapon. That's oh, just like that's a, a beautiful Hank. dog right there. Well behaved. Is that too? exactly what Very it looks well like? Behaved. Yeah, yeah, identical. Identical. Yeah. I didn't even know that breed of dog exists. I've seen it, but I'm not good with names. They're a bird dog. A yeah. what? Pointer. Yeah. What color collar does he have? Doesn't wear one. Doesn't wear one. <laughs> Super well trained. In Germany, he doesn't wear one. Ah, in Germany, I'll slap one. I was gonna on. say yeah. Brookfield. And that's orange. orange. He wanted like a lot of us. It's like an orange uh, rubber one. Yeah, I love the Water, orange ones. Waterproof. Yeah. Do you say he's a bird dog? Like he'll fetch a bird if you shoot no, it? No, not a, not a fetcher. He's more of a he's a pointer. What does that so mean? So he would tell you. So he does like that. He like he. Oh, he's a pointer. Like he stands there and like lifts one leg and like points at it. So you know where it is. Oh you yeah. Give him the flush command. He goes in. Bird flies out. Bang bang! You shoot the bird. Oh yeah. I don't do that. 
So did but you know anything about breed. dogs before you got a dog? Because you seem pretty knowledgeable right now. You're just dropping fucking facts well, I, on us. Like I, I, grew, I grew up with dogs, but uh, okay. But I, uh, I, I always, you know, I always, I always had one. We're just rolling through your Instagram. Page but I don't. Right uh, oh, there. There he is. There's oh, Hank. there he is. Oh. Oh yeah. Yeah. Good right boy on. alert. Holy! Look at his teeth. Oh yeah. Those are Goes white. to the dentist. Those are old pictures. That's when he was still. Pop. Yeah. That was when he was a puppy. Look at him as a puppy. Oh, Where? Oh, right here. Like, oh, that's a great caller. Oh, look at that thing. Come on, man. What's his name? Hank? Mm-hmm. Stud. I find now that I'm getting older, too, I'm just like a sucker for animals. You know? I'm yeah. like, oh, oh, look at the dog, <laughs> you know? Back yeah. then, I'm like, yeah, cool. Dog. Did you find it weird wearing a billboard as a uniform? <laughs> yeah, just a, just a skating billboard. Like, does it add the extra weight up there or what? <laughs> Holy shit. It's uh, the pants, everything, right? The shin pads or the, the socks. socks, everything's got it on it. The helmet. Advertisement. The helmet, and I feel like, is, is the craziest. Like, question for you. And the red helmet, Europe. too. That's weird. The gold helmet? We, it, we do the red one in Germany. That's oh, what I was going to ask. Yeah. What's that all about? Top, top, or I'll let you answer your podcast. Yeah, top goal scorer. Like or in the point, le- point. Guy. In the league? No, on your team. team. Each team has it. It's like, it's like a big bright light on who to kill out there. That's what I was just going to say. Imagine <laughs> yeah. doing that back in the day, like in the 80s of the NHL. They're like, sorry, yeah. Matavish, you're the top scorer. you got to wear a red helmet. And then you just go kill the guy. Yeah. Where Sit every he? day. He's wearing a red helmet, skating around. It's like, all right, that's the guy we got to get. Because that's what I was going to ask. The gold. Yeah. It's kind of cool because, like, it's just a different style of game over there. Like, it's, you know, they want – the fans want that flash guy, and they want to know who this top scorer is, and they want to watch him the whole time, yeah, right? exactly. It's different. Yeah. Different. So, you're, are you going back to Germany, or am I not allowed to ask? No, I signed for two years. Two years? Congrats, two man. Two more years, yeah. I signed uh, probably three weeks left in the season or a month left in the season. Dude, how, right, two man. more years. Oh, man. How much better is yeah. your summer knowing that you're signed? It's unbelievable. It, like, you just get to enjoy it. One – the common thread on this podcast right now is guys that come on and I ask questions about appreciating what you've done in the past and they go, I haven't even thought about it because I've just been so busy. But right now, no one's busy. So everyone's looking back and just going, I can't believe what I've accomplished. Have you had that moment yet where you've looked back and go, holy shit, I did play for Pittsburgh. I did play for Toronto. I did go to Washington. I did do all this shit. Do you, do you sit back for a second just appreciate it? Uh, I haven't I haven't done it yet. You got to do it. I know. Do it I now. Mean, I think I, you know, I, I do appreciate everything that I've done. I tell you right now that my main focus, what I find myself drifting to, is what I'm going to do after. You know, like I think that's what that's what I'm thinking about all the time. You know, sure. how many years do I have left? What am I going to do after? And then, you know, when I'm at when I when I decide to retire, I think that's when I'll look back and and think about everything that I've done. You know, while I'm still doing it, I don't want to look back. You know. So if you, you don't mind, push. if you don't mind me yeah. asking, what when this is all over, what do you see yourself doing? I'm sure you know. Hopefully, you're good with your money. You're good for a bit. Like, what do you see yourself doing after all this is done? I, you know what, I want to stay in the game. Yeah. Like I want to do something in the game. I want to stay in the game. Like I, I think I would make a really good assistant coach. You know. Like, I love I that answer. I don't I would have agree. To, I don't, you know, like I just something to be there for the guys, help moat. You know, I've, you know, I've been there. I know what it takes to get there. I did it the hard way. You know, I Players think it can help a lot of guys, you know, work their way there and get there. And even, the, you know, the skilled guys, like, help them get there by, you know, just coaching them through the little things. I think a lot of people look over those little things and yeah. it can help a lot of players. 
to this day, do you ever ask coaches questions? Like, you know, if you if it's in the back of your mind, I think it was actually Midge who said this. When he was a player, he always had a great relationship with his coach, whatever team he was on. And he said he always knew in the back of his mind that he was going to coach one day. Do you ever talk to coaches that you have right now and be like, what are you, what are you thinking here? What do you want to do here? Any conversations like that? Yeah, and I think the older you get, the more, you know, more of a healthy relationship you have with the coach. Because you're not as intimidated yeah. by them. You know, you're more on the same page and uh it's easier to work through systems it's easier to work through you know it's a different game in europe you know so i have asked asked a lot of questions in the last couple years because it's not something i was used to or or something like that so i think it's important to have a good good relationship with your coach that's what makes a good team if there's a good you know if there's a separation there then you're you don't play for the guy right yeah, exactly. It's like you said with Hines. He's yeah. out there battling his ass off in practice. He's working hard at everything else. You're not just going to sit there and go, why is he telling us to work hard? Yeah. You know, you watch him do it. It's dynamic exactly. is what, the word in the biz. What are some things that you take pride of um, outside of the rink? Some guys say it's diet. Some guys say it's exercise. Some guys say it's, you know, whatever. Well, what's, <laughs> what's, uh, <laughs> what's something that you take pride in uh, off the ice? I think just my work ethic. Yeah. You know, I have never been one to watch what I eat. Or I pretty much do what I want when it comes to good for you. When it comes to fun and and to to eating, you know. But I know that when I do that, then I have to counteract it with hard work. So I've just done that my whole career. We got a bench I, press over there. So yeah. after the, after the podcast, we'll work. He hasn't even here, seen so. it yet. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So you know, if I when I I used to train with uh, Colm White and John Sim, the boys from. From New, from New Glasgow, yeah, yep. from Picta. So those were my training partners for like eight years, <sighs> and uh, they would always t- they would always tell me they'd say, you know, man at the ni- man at night, man in the morning. That's I get some powerful shit, right? Because you want to be a man. If you want, yeah. If you want to stay up and be an idiot and drink your beers, then you better you better wake up in the morning. You better sweat it out. <laughs> I like that. That's how they. Fi- that's how, that's they how you do that it. That was the old school NHL, right? Like, and that's kind of who I grew up with. Those guys are like the OGs of Nova Scotia NHLers, man. Obviously, like Alvin yeah. and shit like that. But in the era of you can hear about this through somebody else, his phone. Yeah. Those guys, man. My dad always talks about those guys. My family's from New Glasgow. He loves Colin White and John Sim. Colin yeah. White was huge too, right? Huge, man. Massive. So and what kind guy, of shit would you guys do? Training like a deer. What? Oh my god! You should have seen that guy on the, tra- on the track, just ripping around the track. He's I like was like, six, tw- I was, I was like twenty years old, and this guy was beating me on the track, and he was, you know, like <laughs> ten years older than me. I'm not sure, but eight or ten years older than me. Really? Yeah. You, and was their training shit the different? Track. Really? Was their training no, like was their be- shit the same as they do now? Or was it just like did they train a lot different then? I we trained a lot different then. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, like I was training with them, so yeah. I should have been in. You know, yeah, they just worked harder. You know, they've never seen guys work out like those guys. It was nuts. Like before I even got to the gym, I'd show up and Whitey be on the bike for, I'd already been on the bike for 20 minutes and there just looked like there was a, a lake around his bike. Just that extra, just that extra effort. Sweating, just sweating. And then he just gets into gear and goes. Is he a hard ass or is he a fun guy? Unreal guy. Yeah. Yeah. See, I always wonder that, right? Because you see the guys on the ice, and you see a guy like Colin White who was a bruiser. He was, you know, good first pass off the glass type shit. Yeah. But then you look at him, and he just looks mean as hell, and you're, like, almost intimidated because I've seen him a few times that he'd be floating around the rinks and stuff, and I knew who he was, but he just, like, well, he looked mean on the ice. I'm not going to talk to him, you know? <laughs> just Unbe- like for Unbelievable guy. Yeah. guess you probably didn't play with too many dickheads 
not that you're going to say, but you tell us after. You tell, <laughs> tell us, us after. after. He's like, yeah, fucking this guy and this guy and this guy and Dion. And Dion. <laughs> yeah. Right on. I don't even know if I My brain doesn't work anymore. Yeah, like, my... I'm just, I'm just, you, you want to talk about anything? Like, I don't have anything at this point. Like, obviously your career is just, you know, it's it's been wicked. You're playing pro hockey. It's still Past going. Past 10 years, it's still going. You just signed a two-year contract. You're a father. You know, life's good for Zach Hill right now. Do you, do you have anything to say? Like, uh, you know. I don't it, know. I mean, I wouldn't jinx it if I were you. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's, He's like, like cut it any, now. Well, shut up anytime. Yeah, I'm knocking on wood. Sorry about that. I'm sorry about that. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, what, well, what is the career? I always love asking this question too. What's the career to longevity? Like, we want this company to run for until I die. What's what's the career advice for longevity and something that you love to do? I think it's the on this, exactly what I just said there. It was when you don't feel like working, you got to fucking work. Mm. You know. Yeah. I think that's the that's the key to it. Like, if you don't want, <laughs> if you uh, if you the moment you stop working and you start gliding, then you're gonna fall behind. Because every other guy in your position is doing exactly. like you said. Yeah. You know, everyone else is working hard. Is that something like you seen that your dad would do or your mom would do? Was just like hard work? Because like obviously it comes Jeez, from you somewhere. Talk about something fucked up. I'll, I got a story for you. I'm Perfect. Gonna get a beer. Can I take a piss first too? Yeah. Just let me pause it real quick. Perfect. It's just a flush. <laughs> All right. So we're back from uh, the piss break here. You're going to tell us a story here about hard work and your mom or something like that. Yeah. Uh, so. <laughs> <laughs> you asked you asked if uh if it's something i see my my parents do like get the hard work that yeah. kind of instilled in me it's like yeah and my mom my my mom's side she uh she's a tough cat very tough cat i think she was 20 20 years old and she got in a car accident broke both her uh, legs she doesn't have any kneecaps now what? which is wild how the fuck does that right? one and she I still know. walks she like, still walks she played hockey until she was like 50 you know pardon uh yeah, she had one total knee replacement done. She's always in pain, you know, always walking around, always in pain, just like a – never complains either. One of those, you know, one of those women just – you can tell she's she's hurting, but she never showed a, you know, showed yeah. a grimace or anything. It was just me and my brother, who was older than me. He's 20 months between the two of us. So we were always a handful for her, <laughs> right? And uh, anyway, so she got her ankle fused. Uh so she was on crutches or on a, she had a cane i think she was on a cane so an, ankle fused and she took the took her two dogs out to the 500 or we have like a, a lamb plot out the road quite a bit mm. like out towards upper stuyak and she was walking the dogs out there she got like two kilometers from the truck yeah. slipped on the ice fell broke her tib fit so now she's she got, obviously she left her cell phone at home in this scenario, it's, yeah. It's it's January. It's minus eight or minus ten. I'm in Hershey. My brother's working nights, so he's sleeping. It's like three o'clock in the afternoon, or no, it must have been around one o'clock, because she said she had about four hours before dark. Mm. Right. So she sticks her her broken leg on top of her good leg, and starts scooching backwards on her with her hands, like she's on in a military gravel, on a gravel road. <laughs> covered in ice all the way back to the truck it takes her four and a half hours to get back to the truck and then when she gets back there she's got a broken leg she's got to haul herself up into the truck one of the dogs gets quills from a porcupine no <laughs> yeah. i can't make this Been shit there. up i'm not lying yeah she calls herself into the truck drives to my brother's place my brother's sleeping he's on nights 
She's honking the horn. Eh? He comes out of the house in his boxers. And he's like, fuck do you want? <laughs> she's like, I think it broke my leg. I think. Yeah. And he's like, holy fuck. You know, like, goes, throws some clothes on, comes back in, and, and uh, you know, like, picks her up and moves her over to the other side of the truck. And she's shaking, like, hypothermic. Yeah. Broken leg. Has to drive her to the hospital. They take her from ambulance into, into Halifax. She calls me. My brother called me, told me what happened. Mm-hmm. My old man's working in Toronto, so he's not even around. Right? She's all by herself. Jesus. My, old man, my brother calls me, told me what happened. I called my mother. She's getting out of the uh, ambulance in, in Halifax. I said, what, what happened? She's like, I'm fine. <laughs> you know, I'm fine. Like nothing. Oh, are you? My old man calls her. He, she told him not even to bother coming home. I said, you're a crazy woman. You know? Anyway, oh he, came, he came home. She had she said, uh, she said the rehab afterwards wasn't it wasn't too bad, but she said she couldn't move her arms for like six weeks because her traps were, traps oh. and forearms and everything were so ruined, you know, from it. I was like, what was going through your head, you know? She's like, oh, I just had to keep on moving. What else was I gonna do? It wasn't about survival. <laughs> uh, she just had right? to keep moving. Middle of the logging road, right? She's like, I don't know, twenty kilometers from any house. I feel like she's the type of person now that I've listened to the story that she probably hasn't told too many people. I was going to say, can we get her, get her on the podcast somehow? <laughs> can we get her in here? She's got a life story, buddy, I'll tell you. Holy smokes. Wild. That is insane. That's crazy. So I think what is instilled in her has rubbed off on, on yep. me a little bit. Without know? even I you still, knowing. I would, yeah, without even me knowing. Just mm. watching her my whole life and, you know, just doing her thing. Man. It kind of sucks for you because if you ever bitch about something, she'd be like, listen, pal. You never did. Yeah, yeah. You wouldn't dare bitch about anything growing up. Because they that. never did. Yeah, not with that thing, you know. <laughs> you rip your head off. You know, you want something to complain about? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, like break both your legs yeah. and steal your kneecaps. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I, I raised you with no kneecaps. I'm still like yeah. that was that's a crazy, crazy story, but that's the whole insane. kneecap thing. Yeah. Not. I'm still baffled by that. How yeah, does that work? Just right round. I don't know. Is it like gushy? Like if you touch no, it, it's like no, just gel. Like, just like round. Yeah. Just bone, right? So does your old man still work away? Yeah, so he goes back and forth. Well, he hasn't been since uh, since uh, he went once, and then he said enough of that. Yeah, because he came home and had a quarantine. And made my mom quarantine too, and then they didn't see the grandkids for two weeks. And my mom said, "I think my mom must have put the kibosh to that." Yeah, she's like, "No more no work more. for you, pal. We no can't more. see the grandkids. <laughs> no more. Don't care about the money." Yeah. So <laughs> he's got go. an office in Churro, so he works at Churro, and then there has go. to go to Toronto every once in a while. But yeah. any word on when you're heading? September. Well, I just heard today, actually, September eighth. Is that and breaking news? Uh yeah, I think the I Unreal. think the German the league the D that's now called the Penny DEL. Is that offend someone before? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so t- uh, November thirteenth, I think, is the official start date. I think, something. dudes, you just broke your first story. That's me. I'm a newscaster. Good for you. Not bad. Not bad. Got to know what to ask. I, think, I mean, I, I wouldn't take my word for it. Well, Come on, give us that. We broke the story. Your yeah, words we a little better it. than ours. We broke the story. Yeah. yeah. So what is it? Penny must be like a sponsor or something, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's the new sponsor for the DL. Oh, okay, yeah. cool. What does D stand for? The Dutch? Dutch. Deutschland. 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 Yeah, Deutschland. That's sick. Yeah. Well, let's, I know you got to go home and tend to your dog. Let's end it with, um, you know, advice for any kid that, you know, wants to make that pro jump and might be going through that time right now where they're on the fence of continuing or going to get you know a job somewhere. You're the guy who stuck it out and made that dream come true. What's your advice for that kid listening right now? I think you just keep working, man. Put your head down in your work. You do the right things. Don't take a day off because you know the guy that, uh, that's going to try to 
take that job for me. He's not taking a day off. So just keep pushing. All right. Siller, thanks for coming on the podcast, man. This was mm. a complete pleasure. I hope we didn't uh, piss you off enough or you can come back like you're good. You had a good time? I had a great time, boys. I'll be back for sure. Sweet. Sounds good. See you at the field. All right. Everyone listening, nice. thank you very much for tuning in. Once again, enjoy your summer. What's today? Wednesday? I don't know. Tuesday? Tuesday? Tuesday, yeah. Tuesday? Tuesday, whatever. Halfway through the week or the beginning of the week. Have fun. Stay safe. Enjoy summer. We're out. First things first, rest in peace, sucker fear. For real, you the only father that I ever knew. I get my bitch pregnant, I'ma be a better you. Prophecies that I made way back in the veil. Fulfill, listen even back when we was broke, my team ill. Martin Luther King would have been on Dreamville. Talk to her, nigga. One time for my LA sisters, one time for my LA hoes. Lame niggas can't tell the difference One time for a nigga who knows Don't save her, she don't wanna be saved 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 No role models and I'm here right now No role models to speak up Searching through my memory, my memory I couldn't find one Last night I was getting my feet rubbed By the baddest bitch, not Trina But I swear to God this bitch will make you call your girl up And tell her hey what's good Sorry I'm never coming home, I'ma stay for good Then hang the phone up and proceed to lay the wood I came fast like 911 in white neighborhoods Ain't got no shame about it She think I'm spoiled and I'm rich cause I can have any bitch I got defensive and said nah I was the same without it But then I thought back, back to a better me Before I was a B-list celebrity Before I started calling bitches, bitches so heavily Back when you could get a platinum plat without no melody You wasn't sweating me One time for my LA sisters One time for my LA hoes Lame niggas can't tell the difference One time for a nigga who knows Don't save her, she don't wanna be saved 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 I want a real love, dark skin and Aunt Viv love That Jada and that real love that leave a toothbrush at your crib, love And you ain't gotta wonder whether that's your kid, love Nigga, I don't want no bitch from reality shows Out of touch with reality hoes Out in Hollywood, bringing back five or six hoes Fuck them, then we kick them to the door Nigga, you know how it goes She deserve that, she a bird, it's a bird trap You think if I didn't rap, she would flirt back Taking off a skirt, let her wear my shirt for she leave I'ma need my shirt back Nigga, you know how it goes One time for my L.A. sisters One time for my L.A. hoes Lame niggas can't tell the difference One time for a nigga who knows Don't save her, she don't wanna be saved 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 There's an old saying in Tennessee I know it's in Texas, probably in Tennessee That says, fool me once Shame on Shame on you Fool me, we can't get fooled again. Fool me one time, shame on you. Fool me twice, can't put the blame on you. Fool me three times, fuck the peace sign. Load the chopper, let it rain on you. Fool me one time, shame on you. Fool me twice, can't put the blame on you. Fool me three times, fuck the peace sign. Load the chopper, let it rain on you. My only regret was too young for Lisa Bonet. My only regret was too young for me alone. Now all I'm left with is hoes from reality shows. Hand her a script, the bitch probably couldn't read alone. My only regret was too young for Sade Adu. My only regret could never take Aaliyah home. Now all I'm left with is hoes up in Greystone. With the stale face, cause they know it's they song. She shallow with the pussy, she's shallow. She's shallow.
shallow. She shallow with the pussy. She shallow. She shallow. She shallow with the pussy. She shallow. She shallow. She shallow with the pussy. She shallow. Don't save her, she don't wanna be saved. 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 Don't save her, she don't wanna be saved.